interrupt this podcast with a breaking news announcement. Breaking news. Dun, dun, dun. Lars still sucks. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's not it. No, oh, that can't be it. Guys, nope. come on. We don't usually play that sounder for the first time ever and never, ever. ever. <laughs> so we like sports. If you haven't really figured that part out yet. Yep. And we like sports betting. Kind of. In a good Christian boy way. We'll bet non-laters or something. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Do they still yeah. make non-laters? I think so. All right, good news. Yeah. Non-laters. They make non-laters. They make those crazy mambas with the fake, fake non-laters. Oh, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. All the, the, yeah. But, Okay. <laughs> Get back to us on non laters Crazy 90s candy. Um, we decided, this was supposed to be short, Steve. Ah, shit. We decided that in March, in all of its glorious, glorious madness of sports, we're not going to get into what it is. I don't want to get sued. We're going to do a 64-team a 64 bracket. And we're not what? doing teams, are we, Brandon? We are not, Steve. There's groups of people. There's groups of people. There's individuals. They're playing to one shiny moment. One shiny moment with a not-so-shiny trophy. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be shiny at all. No. But there will be something cool. There will be something cool. We are going to do 64 one-hit wonders, guys. And they're from all over the freaking place. Like, back as far as, like, the 50s and 60s to now a day. Yep. So, keep an eye out for our bracket to get posted. And this is very important. This is the important part of this, except for the fact that I mentioned Lars sucks about 12 times in this one. Ah, three. But whatever. Who's counting? You will be counting. You will be counting. And you, we want you in on this action. Yes. So it doesn't cost you a thing except for your time, effort, and love. Yep. You fill out the bracket that we post out. You email that bracket back to the Notes Magoats podcast at gmail.com. And then you keep track of your score. We just keep your bracket to make sure you didn't lie. Yep. And cheat. Yep. Brackets must be in before the first podcast. There will be many uh, reminders about that. And the winner of this said bracket is going to win a gift card for a music subscription service. We're not sure which one yet. And some hot off the presses Notes Magoats merch. Did you just say merch? I said merch. We've got merch. We will have merch. Yes, we will, guys. That is super it's exciting. It's coming. It's going to be hot off the presses. And ordered. And ordered. Yeah. So it's coming out there, guys. Keep an eye out for that. You will see the cool thing you'll be able to win if you win the bracket challenge. And you get a free article of Notes Magoats merchandise with Nate's shiny face on there. So keep an eye out for some more information on that. On the socials, we will post the bracket out there. Fill it out. Have some fun with it. Argue with us quite a bit. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And tell me how much I suck for putting some of these artists against each other because they're really hard to pick. Other than that, listen in March. Listen to the podcast. Keep track of your bracket. We will post out updated brackets as we move. Yeah. And then you can make fun of Brandon for his choices and why we picked certain songs over others. Yeah. Guys, let's have some fun and we'll see where this goes. And now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Lars sucks. Welcome to the Notes the Goat Podcast.
Hey guys, welcome to the Notes My Goats podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Steve. And welcome. We are hey. here to, yeah. How's it going, Steve? Not too bad. Still freaking cold, but other than that, I'm doing all right. Yeah, it's been, but it's overall, it's been an unseasonably warm winter so far. They keep saying that, but I am unseasonably freezing like I my know. ass off. Well, that's what happens when you decide to lose 200 pounds, Steve. Yeah, I know. It's, it's killing me. Uh, not well, not literally not literally not, killing me. I'm actually probably more anymore. alive than I was. Yeah, I was gonna say you're probably yes. more healthy now than you're you ever were. So yeah, guys, welcome to the Notes of Goats podcast. It is February something uh when yeah. this is gonna drop. So we've made it to February. <laughs> I don't know. Might be Groundhog's Day. It is Groundhog's Day. Woo-hoo! Look at that. All right. So we Did Phil see a shadow? Probably not. I, I have no idea. Oh, Phil put man. his Mad Max gear on. Yeah, he did. Rock its ass. <laughs> yeah, with the with the horns and the fur and the yeah. the the can the can bra because Phil's kind of chunky. Yeah, that's what it. Yep, yep, that's what it is. It's so, not enough can bra. All right. So as you guys probably know, you know, you already know what we're talking about today. But per usual, I'm just gonna throw it to Steve and be like, Steve, what are we talking about today, man? I've been waiting for this one because we did Michigan. Last month, we kind of did the Michigan, the Michigan branded most of Michigan stuff. Okay. Yeah. So we did Michigan last month and which was kind of funny because we were, we didn't intentionally mean to have that last week be Michigan based uh, artists and it ended up (laughs) being what it is. Thanks. Thanks, David and Sean. That was awesome. If you guys didn't check that out, that was us. That was the Temptations and Eminem. Yeah. yeah. That Um, That was last week. It was last week. Yeah. So yep. considering the temptations, I fought really hard with Brandon and kind of like went back and forth on, we were doing Michigan month in January. And I was like, well, hell dude, we got to do Motown. We yeah. got to do Motown. That's absolutely. That's probably like if the Mount Rushmore of Michigan music, Motown is like the it number one, like all by yeah. itself, Mount Rushmore. So, but we decided because February being black history month and the impact that Motown records had on the African-American community and our nation as a whole, trying to mend during the civil rights movement and everything else in the sixties, fifties and sixties. And even now we said, you know what, we're going to do Motown first week of February and just do it right. Just Motown today, Brandon, we are going to do kind of our, what, what I'm calling our Motown love fest. Uh, yeah, yeah talking about all things related to Motown, Barry Gordy, and then towards the end, middle, beginning, who the hell knows, uh, we're going to do our individual top five Motown either. Ish. I think we're doing ish, top five-ish, because every top six. five is ish. I have six. I do too. We have six. So, uh, but we're going to do our top, our top six <laughs> Motown songs. Yeah. This is our show. We make our own damn rules. We do this, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So top six Motown songs um, through whatever time period we went through. Um, but we're going to get that done towards the end of here, but kind of going into it. So Brandon, what do you know about Motown? I know obviously Motown is a bit more of the, it's the, the Detroit music scene in like the 50s, 60s, 70s. It's a, a wide range of, of music. It's mm-hmm. it's all black artists and who pushed through. I mean, if I just said it, 50s, 60s, 70s, guys, these were artists who were, you know, looked at in a very negative light. Mm-hmm. And they're putting out, Steve, I don't know about you, but coming up with even six was hard. 
I oh, could yeah. have, I could have gone 10. I could have gone 15, 20 songs. Yeah. You know and what I mean? You could have, I mean, you could have did that for each decade. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. 50, 50 right. freaking years. And you could have did that for each decade. Yeah. Um, so, so just to, to just in that aspect of it, getting the whole, you know, time, time period of what was happening uh, in the world and what these, what these artists were able to produce, like, man, that's, that's great stuff. With Motown and two, and it's, so it was founded by Barry Gordy, who was a Detroit auto worker in 1959. He was a songwriter. He wrote some, he wrote some songs on his own. He got an $800 loan guys. An eight hundred dollar oh, wow. loan to start Motown Records. Um, did, did you do what that is in twenty in today's dollars? I did not do that, but I will tell you that he sold Motown in nineteen eighty eight. You know how much he sold it for? Sixty one million. Oh, so okay, just so he, sixty one million in nineteen eighty eight. In nineteen eighty eight worth today inflation calculate her would be uh just shy of 2.2 million dollars today billion billion i'm sure uh, yes billion sorry billion with a, no 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 Bill, that's okay no billion but got so, all the zeros so what was what was 800 bucks in 1959 so if it was today's dollars 800 in 1959 calculate 2021. it is 2021 that would be a loan of uh just over seven thousand dollars seven it's uh seven thousand one hundred and fifty four dollars and six cents so for the price of like a 19 or like a 2000 and probably 12 shitty ford you could get, you could, you could have bought Motown. You could have founded Motown records, 800 bucks guys. And he turned that into 61 million, but not only that 45 number one albums, 45 number ones. That's crazy. Between 1959 and 1988 for when it was sold. So in the first, the first number one hit, um, they had, they had 191 tracks that hit the top, just single tracks that hit the, the top of billboards, like number one, just single oh. tracks, but 45 wow. number one albums, 191 tracks. The first track to hit number one was in 1961. And it was the Marvel let's please Mr. Postman. Oh yeah. That was 1961 was the first number one. Okay. Fun thing about that, that track is Marvin Gaye actually played drums for the Marvelettes. Oh really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. He was the drummer for them. So interesting. So he's he was with them for a long time. So Motown is it's based in Detroit. There is uh, still Motown Motown Records, the hit the hit mm-hmm. city like in that area of Detroit. You can go there and yep. check it all out. Kind of kind of see what all happened. They they took over like a three or four block radius of things and did some cool stuff. If you guys yeah. listened to the pod last week. David talked about that and just the, you can see the stages and some of the stuff they did, and it's still there. One of the things I found was really cool. Stevie Wonder. We didn't talk about him last month in Michigan because I wanted to save him for Motown. Yeah. Stevie Wonder signed with Motown Records at 11 years old. Wow. He's from Saginaw. You didn't know that. Yeah. Well. He's 11 years old when he signed when he signed with uh, Motown. Nice. And he's still doing it today. He's still doing his stuff today. Still doing his thing. Yeah. Rocking it. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Other thing I thought was actually really funny is that in 1967. 
Gladys Knight came to Barry Gordy and said, hey, you got to check out this band from Gary, Indiana. You got to check out these, this group of kids from Gary, Indiana. And he, Barry Gordy said, no, I don't want anything to do with kids. I don't want to deal with kids anymore. Probably having to deal with Stevie and everybody else. Right. He said, I don't want to deal with kids. And Gladys Knight said, no, Barry, you got to check out this group of kids. And that was the Jackson 5. And he finally brought him in in the late 60s. That, that caused me a little bit like, I didn't realize that the Jackson five were actually a Motown group. Cause I knew that they were technically an out of state mm-hmm. group. Well, Gary, Gary, Indiana is not far, but they were, I mean, they were in a, right. they were it's like what? 20 minutes from the border. Not even. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's and the Jackson five are the best things that come out of there except yeah. for the crazy steel mills. But uh, yeah, yeah, that place sucks. But um, it does dude. It's terrible now. Yeah. The Gladys Knight is the reason that the Jackson five came to Motown records and probably why they ascended so high so fast because Barry Gordy, knowing what he knew, he knew the industry really well. And yeah. being an African-American just said, this little guy in the front here, I can market the hell out of him. Oh yeah. I mean, good old oh, Joe yeah, Jackson in the background know. counting the money. Yeah. Well, and then you see where uh, the cute little kid up front went. Yep. Just, but it happens. I mean, it does. Well, not, I mean, I don't mean that negatively. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. I but mean that went, with like the dude, the dude became the king of pop. Like, yep. Amazing. And, and started off by Barry Gordy. But without, without Gladys Knight, they probably wouldn't have ascended as fast as they did. I mean, they were right. already in a couple of albums beforehand, but, but Motown just made them fly. Having, having them with Stevie Wonder and Marvin Gaye, Smokey yeah. Robinson. Oh, just the things that they were able to do. One of the other, other things I really thought that was very interesting was, that Barry Gordy, and we talked about this last week with David, but he actually was the first, put the first charm school together for his artists. And he made every single one of his artists go to this because we talked about this with the temptations. Yeah. They're black artists and they're coming through a civil rights hellacious time, similar to what we're doing right now, but even worse. Yeah. And they have to be prim and proper and on point. Their dance moves are freaking cut clean. Everybody's in the same, the same rhythm song, everything, the way they talk to people, the way they conduct interviews has to be on point every, every time, because if you open your mouth and say the wrong damn thing, bad things will happen depending on where you are in the country. So Barry Gordy set up a charm school to teach every single one of his artists how to behave and how to behave on stage and off stage. He was the first record label to really do that. And I think a lot of record labels do it now to some extent. I think music artists, whether you're black, white, Asian, have a little bit more leeway in that freedoms to say and do things, especially with social media out there now. Yeah. They get themselves in trouble for doing some stupid shit sometimes. But you have that freedom where you're not going to get shot for doing it. Right. Yeah. In the 60s, that wasn't the case, unfortunately. So the 50s and 60s, even the part of the 70s probably wasn't the case. So he was credited for doing that as well as being just this every man who was a freaking auto worker that became just this mega dude. And he's still around, still doing stuff in the music industry now. Yeah. How many Hall of Fame inductees can you can you name from the Motown? There's, there's a few. Stevie. Stevie's one. Jackson 5. Jackson 5. Uh, I would assume the Temptations. Yep. Gladys probably. Gladys is in there. Oh, uh, Lionel Richie. Possibly, but not not in this one. I looked at mostly just the the seventies, the sixties, seventies, and eighties. I don't, I don't think he was in it yet. I don't think he actually. I, I don't think Lionel's in it yet. I, actually, I checked. Okay. Uh, Lionel's not in it yet. Rick James. 
No, but that'd be awesome. That would have been sweet. He was a Motown. It was awesome. I I saw that too. He's he's in my top six. Awesome. That's amazing. So I will list them off. We got The Temptations, The Miracles, The Jackson 5, Mike, Michael Jackson all by himself. Oh, not, oh yeah, 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 I knew that. You got Gladys Knight and the Pips. You got Martha and the Vandellas, the Four Tops, and the Supremes. Those are those are your those are your your Hall of Fame inductees from just Motown. So yeah, just the ones that are Motown records. So I kind of did some fun stuff, and me being the research guy, I could have could have did like a whole hour and a half podcast on just the research and the backstory of Motown. Yeah, but for sure. That's not why you're here and not really what we do things. But I wanted to kind of run through just a little bit of fun um things. And there's one that I'm gonna there's actually two artists here that I think you're gonna laugh at. Okay. That I picked. So right. we we covered that that Motown was sold in 1988 to MCA. Yeah. Uh, which is a like a bank firm, but they turned into their record label kind of ask. They just they kept the name but they just kind of manage it. Okay. So we're going to go through some of the artists that have been on Mot- that are on Motown in different decades. So in the 50s and 60s, you had the Contours, the yep. Four Tops, Marvin Gaye, the Isley Brothers, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Martha and the Vandellas, the Miracles, which was where Smokey Robinson came from, the Supremes, where Diana Ross came from, yep. the Temptations, and Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. So that's 50s and 60s. That's kind of the top top artists from the 50s and 60s. That's just really just about 12 years because of 50, 59, 50, 59 to like yeah. 1969. Holy sh- crap. Holy shit. shit. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the, the 50s and 60s, guys. Yeah. The 70s and 80s. You had the Commodores with Lionel. Yeah. The Jackson 5 with Michael Jackson yeah. solo as well. Rick James, Rare Earth in the four seasons and that was in the 70s and 80s so wow. tailed off a little bit but the other artists that were in the 50s and 60s were still there too this is just an, an addition to these that's, guys yeah they kind of popped in it was sold in 88 so now we get into the 90s so there's still motown is still going there's still are there's still our artists that are on motown now so in the 90s they picked mm-hmm. up 98 degrees erica badu boys to men brian mcknight lionel richie on his own Queen Latifah, and this one is fucking Bruce Willis. What? Yeah, dude. You know, Bruce Willis has got like a jazz album or like blues album or some shit. Yeah, Bruce freaking Willis. Die Hard fucking, yeah, really? John McClane. Bruce Willis was on Motown Records. Oh, man. I, I, wow. I didn't if know. That doesn't, wipe, that doesn't wipe the whole past away because you signed Bruce I Willis. I was surprised when you said 98 Degrees. <laughs> Yes, I, I put them in there. And I was I'm like, not surprised by anybody else, really. But 98 degrees, I, I, I bookmarked it. 98 degrees and Bruce Willis. Yeah. And then in the in the 2000s, it's a, it's there's a lot more of them in here because it's different rappers and stuff that I don't know. But yeah, you had in the 2000s. These are the ones that I kind of knew. And then one that I'm going to throw in there to see if you know who this is because it's, it's I thought it was funny. Little baby. So Akon. No, no, no. That'd be hilarious. Akon. Yeah. Ashanti. Okay. Bruno Mars is on Motown. Oh, okay. That fits. Migos. Migos, if you know who Migos is, they're a rap group. Uh, um, Quavo. Oh, there's, there's, Quavo is one of them, but he was uh, with Nicki Minaj. Uh, his oh, baby, okay. Her baby daddy. But the one that I thought you might not know, but I thought was funny, was Drake Bell. What? Josh and Drake. From that Josh dude. and Drake? Oh, yes, that dude. That He's like the Bruce Willis of our day, except not as cool and not Bruce Willis and still Drake. Just like I know skinny white boy Drake. Yes. 
Who plays it's guitar? Yeah. And and I'm from from Nickelodeon. From Nickelodeon, and Josh is a much better person. Yeah. Oh. That dude. Yeah. So that guy. On the reboot, he was on the reboot of all that. Which yeah. Wasn't, which wasn't. Was not any any of that. At all. No. 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 But Drake Drake Bell did sign with Motown Records. I'm disappointed. You know who they didn't sign? I'm disappointed. You know you know who they didn't sign? Lars Ulrich. Fucking Lars Ulrich did not get signed because at that point he had screwed over Napster. Yeah, I left that Look one up that. there for you, and you nailed it. I did. I finally got it there, Steve. 20, 20 some episodes in, you're it's finally getting there, buddy. That's about as good as my entire golf game. When it's teed up for me, I usually miss. Yes, so. that's okay. Hey, or I shank it. One hundred percent of the time works every time. Sixty percent of the time it works. Sixty percent of the time. Well, fuck Come it. on, get your whatever. Anchorman reference. Trying, I know I'm just right, it's, it's that's whatever. So, yeah. so that's that's kind of just a little bit of a a, a brief <laughs> overview on Motown, guys. I know we're oh, like yeah. twenty minutes in. But that's a brief overview of Motown, and yeah. I could have went for days on this because just just breaking down Stevie by himself and the crazy things that happened in the seventies. Stuff with Marvin Gaye. I mean, yeah. his his rise and then catastrophic fall. Smokey Robinson deserves a month long of podcasts every day by himself. Barry Gordy probably deserves them too. Just just Barry Gordy being awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much, but I'm sure like the dirty that happened like behind the scenes here and like just to be a fly on the wall in the '60s at Motown Records would have been just amazing. Oh, for sure. To see to see 11 year old Stevie Wonder walking around with like Marvin Gaye and right oh, smoky robinson it'd just be it would be it would be if you're, it'd be awesome if you're a fan of music you have to have some appreciation of motown records because music as we know it today wouldn't be the same without this group of people oh oh not at all no so not at all i thought i thought this was a great way to kick off black history month and also to it. to still bring in some michigan love because again we are michigan boys so um let's go to our top six yeah, yep. look at that. Top six today of um, t- albums here or, or songs. So I'll yep. let you kind of go with, with your first one. What did you pick up for your first track? Yeah, so the first one I'm going to do bottom up, but I really don't. They're not really in any sort of order because you can't really mm-hmm. do it from one to six. You can't really find it. So I just grabbed like the six that I really appreciate and have had an impact me on too. in me. So uh, it's going to be... Mr. Rick James and Super Freak, Super Freak. Rick James, bitch. Yeah. Oh, Dave Chappelle, you turned yeah. that guy's life around. Uh, not really. It, I'm trying to remember, and I think this happened, but maybe not. Maybe you can shed some light on this. It's got that same, you can't touch this. Did Was there an issue there? Do you it know? It might have been. There might have been. I I don't I don't remember because, um, because because MC obviously came later. Yeah, M- well, MC Hammer was in the nineties, right? So yeah, that could have been. Um, I don't I don't know if there was anything over it that came through. Okay, and maybe they um, just asked for permission to use the beat. I don't know. That could have happened too. So it looks like he actually was given was was given um permission. Oh, see, great to Perfect. do it. I think and, at the time Rick James might have been in prison too, so it kind of worked out. Great. Cool. Yeah, so it did. Yeah, it did sample Super Freak on You Can't Touch This and I, he was given he was given the uh the ability to do so. Okay. So, I read it. I got Okay, quickly. so M- so MC got permission. Sweet. Well, hold up. Oh uh, no. <laughs> he sued him still. He sued him first and then he got permission. <laughs> looks like it looks like James won and then um uh, and then it got reversed. So Rick James actually did sue MC Hammer 
for copyright uh, uh, for it. So yeah, like way to go, Reddit found it out there for me. There you um, go. Yeah, I was wondering, I was wondering about Wikipedia that. I screwed me over, it. then Reddit. I tried so, to wiki it really quick, and then that got screwed, go. and then Reddit, Reddit fixed me. Yeah. Well, thanks to Reddit. Either I'm right or wrong. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, who knows? All right, Steve. So, what's super freak? Super freak. All right. So just to just to do a little bit of this too, I actually went through and not this was unintentional, but I all six of mine are in the seventies. Like I don't know why it happened, okay. but I think that was kind of my favorite and i'm gonna pick this one because from last week if you guys had picked up on john not listening to any of the temptations record that was put out there by david yeah he didn't listen to a damn song and he picked papa was rolling stone which on wasn't a, even on that album it wasn't even freaking released yet so the <laughs> album the the greatest hits was 1964 papa yeah. was rolling stone came out in 1972 john we yep. didn't call your ass out on it. We all we all thought about it. No, if we you did. actually hear me in there, if you hear me in there, I'm, I'm just I actually under my breath to say, "Let him go, guys. Just let him go." Just let him and go. he was yeah. he, he was, was off with it and doing his thing. Yeah. I, that was I thought that was funny, but <laughs> the song yeah. I agree with John. The song is freaking top notch, and to have that kind of funk vibe from the Temptations in there, and just mm. oh, it was it's it's it hits. It's still good, and just the. Just that that bass, oh, it's so good. I love that song, yeah. and just I, I, it made me laugh when I listened to it because I thought of John and his ridiculousness from last week. But yeah. I also, it's a really good track, so I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blast him a little bit, but I'm definitely gonna put this one in there. So Papa was Rolling Stone was, again, I'm I the like same it. with you. My just my six, but there are no top six. This is just these, these are all like children I love, and I'm not not ranking any of them. It's true. It's true. So what is your next one? Uh, it's uh, somebody's watching me. Oh, you went Mike. I did. Uh, so I like that synth vibe to it. Um, and it kind of has a good representation of 21st century technology. With, was, that, was that on Thriller or was that an Off the Wall? I believe it was Off the Wall. I'm not 100% sure. Mr. Research Boy, you talk about it. So, yes. So, guys, I made the joke, obviously. It made, it's good representation of technology in 2020 or in uh, the 21st, 22nd, 21st century. We're still in the 21st century. Yeah, because the government still spies on you, whether or not you give them permission to or not. So, there you go. Uh, and now more cases than we probably know. Thanks, Edward Snowden. Absolutely. So that was kind of my joke. But no, and realistically, I just I love uh, Michael uh, and his music. Um, you and I kind of mentioned it. You know, you can put to the his life into two separate categories, the music side and his personal and can really appreciate Michael for his music as great as it was. And so that's what I did. For sure. And that actually, so about somebody's watching me is Mike's, Mike's figured he is on the, um, the chorus of that song, the actual song, the singer songwriter, his name is Rockwell. So it's a Rockwell song, okay. but Mike is on there. So, um, it's still Motown records, 1983. So it's uh, Rockwell yeah. is the, is the album, but it's, it's, his, it's his, his, it's his album. But Mike was, Mike was the reason that that track became is what it was. So yeah. 1983, good job. Uh, my next one was Easy by the Commodores. That's a good one. Oh, 1977 Lionel Richie. Just yep. slow and like just dripping. It just is. Calm. Oh, it's so good. And dripping. it's so it's it is, man. Like you yeah, just no, I, yeah, feel yeah. like the the just the vibe off of that song is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
it's been covered so many different times by so many different artists, but Lionel just doing it with the Commodores was just amazing. I, yeah, I can't say anything else about it. Just that track. All of these songs that I picked have made me think, and it's, it's funny. It made me think my mom and my, my growing up with my mom, sure. my aunts, cause they listen to this stuff all the time. Um, and just having on the radio and whatnot. And it just, it makes me, it kind of makes me just think about being a little kid because I grew up in sure. the, in the, in the eighties. Yeah. Um, right after all these came out. So, and my mom wasn't much older when these came out because she's born in 67. So right. it's kind of when she was a kid growing up was when she heard this stuff. So it's kind of makes sense. It's why I hear it too. So, yeah. So but that was get, easy by the Commodores. Easy by the Commodores. I'll kind of stick with the same vocals. Um, I'm okay. going, hello, is it me you're looking for? Oh, by Lionel. Yes, oh. sir. Um, so I first, this is going to, just tell you guys how much of a dad i am uh i first heard this song from the movie trolls when zoe when zoe Deschanel sings it to uh prince gristle or king gristle now in trolls world tour but yeah uh, yeah she sings it oh no no she doesn't sing it to him she sings it about him so there's that but no i really like it it just what did i say I love the sounds in the song. Yeah, it's just a really good song. Mm-hmm. Really, Brandon? Those it, are the notes that you said? The sound It sounds really good, and it's a really good song? Good grief. Way to go, white guy. Way to go, research, Brandon. Woo! All right, Steve. Uh-oh. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. I'm back now. Yeah, we're good. You're back now. We're good. Whew. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We're fine. So yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. was a fantastic breakdown there of, of Lionel Richie. I love it. <laughs> Thanks. It was. You were. You were yeah. doing really well there. It was, it was uh, you're good, on a roll. It was a good um, song. It was a really good song. And I first heard it on Trolls. It sounded great. Broke down. And I will talk about the travesty of Lionel Richie not being in the Hall of Fame. I, I think that's that's a mistake. There he needs to be in yeah. the Hall of Fame. Maybe not for having his daughter Nicole Ritchie being Paris Hilton's friend and being on TV all those times. Yeah, but probably not. Remember that with Paris Hilton, Nicole Ritchie, like yeah, 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 job yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. What that? They had to like their times of fame. Yeah. This uh, no, it wasn't the Sweet Life. The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. I Zach thought it was the Sweet Cody. Life. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It's the Sweet Life, no, uh, uh, whatever simple, it was. But life? I, I, was, I don't, don't want to. Maybe the simple, they were pretty simple, so it makes sense. I think that actually does make sense. It might've been that, but I don't know, whatever it was, don't we don't want to give them too much airplay and no. credit, but, but yeah, no, Lionel, Lionel should be even the, I mean, should be in the uh, hall of fame for sure. The Commodores. But so my next one was uh midnight train to Georgia, like Gladys night in the pits. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 Kind of make sure, make sure you get the goosebumps, your hair stand up and you hear Gladys go and just belt out. Oh yeah. It yeah, that was that's one of the ones that makes me it makes me stop every single time what I'm doing. I will listen to Gladys sing that song and just yep. kind of go with it. I love it. It it is one of the ones that like, oh I can't skip this. It's just let it let it sit there for a minute and just let Gladys do her thing. All all of these have that kind of emotional uh, um, emotional kind of reaction from me that like like oh yup, yep, I'm either gonna I'm either gonna dance this one or I'm gonna listen to it for a minute. It's gonna make me move somehow or I'm gonna stop. Everything yeah. that I'm doing and be like, okay, I'm focused now. I'm listening to Gladys for a second here. Yeah. So that was kind of mine. Yeah. And it's a really good song. And she sings it really well. It right? is a it is a really good song. No, I like that song. 
so my next one is Sir Duke from Stevie. Uh, okay. That that uh, which is kind of a weird thing, but not really because y'all should know me a little bit by now and know that that's very brass instrument heavy and very mm-hmm. you know. So uh, in fact, this the first time I was actually introduced to this song was in high school. We actually did a. Um, a marching band show all around jazz music, which is very mm-hmm. hard to do. Jazz music and marching is very hard to do. Uh, and Sir yeah. Duke was one of them. So that was uh, trying to play. Uh, if you listen to Sir Duke, you know that there are a few times when there's that brass breakdown of the dun. Imagine trying to memorize that on my trombone. Yeah, that was hard. While walking. While walking. I think uh, maybe we stood still during those parts. I don't remember. I would hope you long, did, but if not, if not, you had to march during that. Holy crap. Yeah, I think we stood still for those parts, and then when it hit the can you feel that is when we started moving again. So, all right. mm-hmm. anyway. So, yeah, Sir Duke. All right. No, I really like that song. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually very encouraged now because we've gone through seven of our, of our 12 combined. We've gone through seven of them yep. and we haven't had the same one pop up yet. So I'm, I'm actually That's very, true. very That's true. I'm very happy right now. And I'm hoping that we get to this 12. And we all get all 12 of them out there. Wouldn't that be fun? So my, my you next and I, you one. You and I haven't talked about this. We no, don't, we, we, don't, we don't know. We, we, these top five issues, we don't really talk about anything uh, yeah. about them. We just kind of lay them out there. And then we figure out if we, if we are the two best friends that I ever did have. All right. We, well, usually, we are. We are. We, anyway. us- we are. We usually we usually text each other a couple of days before we record just to confirm like, Hey, how many do you have? Just so that way we're at least we're both generally on the same. Page. Yeah. Or Brandon messaged me. Like, how hard are you going to go after this person today? So just I'm prepared. Like he's, you know, <laughs> yeah. gets, gets the extra Ovaltine in and, you know, make sure he does his, his say his prayers, get some Hail Marys in there, exactly. especially during that Greta one that was a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. Yeah. Guys. Hey, I told him to buckle up for it at least. Grandma, um, still give us a call. I'm still waiting for your call, ma'am. Yeah, come on, Grandma Greta. You got this. Yeah. So my next one is, I could have went so many different ways with with uh, with uh, Marv. but I, you, I, probably, I, you probably just jinxed it. Now you're going to say a song that we both have. Anyway, continue. Uh, what's what's going on, Marvin Gaye? Nope, you didn't get it. Okay, good. We're still rolling. So, I like it. Um, I could have went many different ways with him. Um, yeah. I picked this one for a couple different reasons. I like almost everything he's put out it doesn't matter what it is the time place this was put out was during right in the midst middle to the end of the vietnam war um and through kind of a very big protest song this is when marvin started getting more into protest music yeah um during this time and music as a whole in the late 60s and 70s started getting more into protest vibe because of the war and the government and everything that was kind of going on and i feel like what's going on is very indicative of our current time as well i try to find things this is 50 years ago guys 51 years ago this came out and some of the things he talks about on this on this track resonate to 2021 um yeah and just kind of the unfeeling of like what the fuck is going on right now like what is happening yeah what are we allowing to happen but with our people i feel like and i i love marvin just for this and just the the emotion in his voice and the the power of him that comes out just gets me and i i loved i i just love the protest stuff i used to work at a presidential museum in grand rapids and um this song the only presidential museum in grand rapids 
yes, should make me hate this song. I was the security guard there for a long period of time. They play should it. make me. They oh yeah, there's a there's a whole seventies um thing about fuck it, President yeah, Ford, right? And B- Vietnam Wars. There's an exhibit about sure. the Vietnam Wars as you walk through and as you walk into the room, you hit a thing, like a light screen, yeah. and this song kicks on. So if you're walking anywhere through there as a security guard, you're there for eight to ten hours a day. You hear this song, and you grow to hate it. I've, I'm a, I'm a few years removed from that job, 10, 15, so almost years. You know? So I can appreciate it again. It actually reminds me of the job a little bit. Also just reminds me of Marvin himself. And I, I still love Marvin. So it kind of works out. So Dave, uh, David, good night. I called David. It's because of the song I picked. My Girl from The Temptations. Yeah. So Steve, I picked that one. Um, and basically just kind of like what I mentioned last week, this song was actually picked at our wedding where... Uh, Rachel and her two older sisters actually danced with the to this song with her dad with their dad uh, my oh. father-in-law which was kind of cool and so now it's kind of with me having a wife and two girls you know it kind of it's kind of my little song too so even though it's about like a girlfriend and a you know a wife and that kind of thing it's still my girl it's still you know the love and affection you have towards your girl and for me I just happen to have three of them so yeah, you got a bunch. I do have a bunch and animals. And animals, it's a bunch of those too. Oh my gosh! But yeah, I can definitely feel you. I, I understand the. I understood it last week. I understand it this week. It's it's a classic song. You can't can't say can't give it any any bad props there. It's a, it's fantastic yeah. and just a thing. And Macaulay Culkin didn't ruin it for everybody, so it kind of worked out. He did not. He tried no. his damnedest though. He did. My I next one is that's okay my next one is kind of on the same wavelength of thinking about family and about my wife and uh, my kids and kids i may have eventually in the future and just kind of my place in my family and it's i'll be there by the jackson five oh so man uh, yeah again jackson five just by just the five guys by themselves and then we're gonna we're gonna give joe his credit in the background pulling the strings and beating the kids yeah just just the jackson five and how in their place in music history is amazing mm-hmm. where they came from, how they got there and the, the skyrocket rise they made and then getting to where they were not even talking about Janet. We're not right. going to bring Latoya up, but the things that they've done as a family. And then just this song is, is so good, yeah. but yeah. to, to know and to, to tell my kids and my wife and any kid that comes through my doors, I'm a foster parent. So yeah, um, we never, you never know who's coming next day yeah. i could have my my three i have in house right now plus my older son who's home who lives outside the house and then i mean i could have three four more come in shit get a phone call you never really know what's gonna happen right but the the clear indication to everyone that i make when they come in the house is that hey doesn't matter what you did doesn't matter where you came from doesn't matter what you keep doing i tell my oldest son this all the time you need me i'm there yeah. i'm here you got me sure. doesn't matter what time of day doesn't matter what you did I might not be able to save your ass, but I will be next to you. Um, yeah. yeah. And I tell my kids that all the time, like, I'm not here to save you. I'm not here to be your savior, but I will be there with you. Um, I will, li- I will walk that fight with you. I may not be able to take all the hits, but I'll do my damnedest. Right. And, you know, I tell my wife that for the longest period of time uh, that, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is. I'll be there. I got it. Yeah. Lots of sleepless nights. Um, learning how to be a, a, a father of an infant, not ever having an infant her tapping me and just going it's your turn i'm like all right i'm there Isn't that what fun? day is it oh Isn't dude fun? no it's not fun 
It is not fun to have no babies ever in your whole life and then all of a sudden have a three-month-old and not know what the hell to do. I got peed on, and I didn't know that was a possibility by a girl. Did not know. It happened. It happens, man. No, I did not know it was possible. I, I took anatomy and did not know that could happen. And it happened to me, and I, I, I lived through it. I mean, it's it, a little but weird, but I, I can, yeah, it is what it, it just, is. It caught me off guard. But no, that being said, yeah, the biggest heart in the world for kids, I mean, and, and adults and everybody, like anybody, I mean, you know, as your family and other friends of mine know, you call me, I'm there. You need something, I got you. Right. It's, it's who I am. Um, and this song kind of encapsulates that just me as a, as a Steve. It's my, my whole thing is you need me. What do you need? I got you. I'll, I'll take care of it. If I'm not there, you live in a freaking other state. I will Amazon your ass. I have door dashed with food, like, because they need yeah. something and yeah. they live in Tennessee. I don't care. Yeah. I got you. I'll be there. So that's just going, going deep on my end. That was my deep one. Yeah, no, I, I like it. And I'm going to go. I'm going to, I'm just going to attach my number one to, to, to that even it brings it, uh, which is, which it's kind of cool that like these songs just kind of connect a little bit. Uh, the song is ain't no mountain high enough. I thought you were going to go sexual healing. (laughs) Oh, Uh, that was good. I like that one. That was funny. Uh, nope. uh, I did not. Uh, but, uh, nope, I'm not going to even go there. No, Uh, no, don't do it. It's okay. Yeah, I was good. Yeah, but uh, no, ain't a mountain high enough, guys. I was first introduced to this song from a uh, Julia Roberts, Susan Sarandon movie called Stepmom. Oh, <laughs> I was like, was that Thelma Louise? But no, no, it was Louise. it was Stepmom. That was what that was, where they danced in the so kitchen. White. Where so white? <laughs> oh, you were so white. I am. Yes. <laughs> uh no but yeah no just if you think about the song you know there ain't a mountain high enough ain't no valley low enough ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to you so i smoky you know, I, right uh and uh tammy terrell okay so yes and but yeah it just kind of just going uh piggybacking off of you like you know i want to push my kids to go see the world whatever that means. I mean, yes, I would love to have them home, not living in my basement. You can live across town, but, um, you know, if you're going somewhere and you need me, you know, I will, there's not a mountain high enough, not a valley low enough or river wide enough. I will get to you, whatever you need, no matter what, um, I will figure where we will figure it out. So that's how that that's that's yeah and that that was my number one i kept that purposely as a number one because that's always my number one so yeah steve what's your what's your what and i'll put i put i'd be there just because it was a sensitive one second to last because uh my my last one is just a oh it's a banger oh and it's stevie oh i was gonna say i'll make i was gonna be i'll make love to you by boys to men (laughs) Uh, no, I went seventies the whole way, so I didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't right. go there. That's right. Um, I you I know was I, trying I to make a joke, Steve. No, no, I could have. I could have. No, I was, but I went. I went superstition by Stevie. Ooh, ain't no superstition. Yeah. Oh, just the funk that's, that's, vibe, guys. I'm sorry, I'm singing. It's okay. It's he hasn't even drank yet today, guys. I'm not. Um, it's no. it's the funk, the funk vibe of the song, and just Stevie being just cool. Like he just is cool. Oh and man, yeah. To think of 
him being as young as he was when he first started and kind of coming up and being blind and everything else that could go wrong for this guy and what he's done to, you know, topple down the charts, to break down walls, to bust down barriers. I got to give the guy all the credit in the world, but this song is just a freaking, oh, it's so, it's just a banger, dude. It's so good. And like, I love, I loved the, the turn that, that Motown made into the funk variety oh, and yeah, getting into oh, yeah. that funk that funky music in the 70s yeah they, like because they could have went disco and some of them did they could have went straight disco went way over the top and some some people did the like gladys knight went disco a couple other went disco and um really that that kind of soul train-esque vibe and some other artists went this the other way and or some of them went both directions and did both sides but i i love that funk vibe that a lot of the artists put out in the 70s and i Part of me hopes it comes back, but they're they're remaking some stuff like Shaft and whatnot. So I'm kind of like, yeah, come on, bring it back. There you go. There you go. Um, but I don't think we'll ever ever have a grouping of artists like this ever in our in our day and age ever again. Nope. There'll never be another Motown record. So never be another Barry Gordy. Unfortunately, we say that you know history repeats itself, and never say never. I'm gonna say never on this one. They'll never ever ever be something as groundbreaking and phenomenal as motown records so yeah i i, I hope we did we did our we did our damnedest as an homage to motown and kind of talking about it and giving you guys open some things up for you check them out if you haven't done it there's crazy crazy good spotify playlists just we gave, we gave you we gave you 12 tracks yes 12 tracks and like 40 freaking artists except for bruce willis don't do that to yourselves do not look well, at bruce now, I'm kinda album. Cur- now i'm kind of curious Brandon's gonna look it up. Uh, it's probably. gonna get reviewed. Maybe do a Christmas no, album, dude. There we no. go. Bruce Willis Christmas. No. Oh, remember you're in charge I, of twelve pods. Remember, year, I get to pick it, and if Bruce Willis did a fucking Christmas album, it's happening. I mean, yeah. All right. <laughs> and yes, he did. Oh, baby, yeah, it's happening. Oh uh, gosh. Well, all right, guys. Well, uh, yeah. Look forward to that come December. Ten months from now, baby, we're doing it somewhere. All right, the second Going on my twelve list. pods. Oh god, <laughs> adding that to our episode spreadsheet tonight, aren't you, bud? Oh, I'm going to. You're going to start oh, listening to it early. Yeah. All right, so, <laughs> oh, we ended this one off on a high. Let's that. That's good here, and I'm not, so we're good. I'm not high. <laughs> it's not yet. So we'll we'll go from here, guys. But hey, thanks for hanging out, Brandon. Where can the good fine people find us on the socials? The good fine people on the socials can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Notes Magoats Pod. You can find us on Facebook. Search the Notes Magoats Podcast in all three of those guys. Look for Nate. Uh, he is our producer, the goat. He's chomping on a record. Uh, yeah, follow us there. Uh, take a listen. We do post um, the album covers the Sunday prior to the episodes dropping. So as you saw this past Sunday, what we were dropping today, you will see that every single Sunday of what is coming. So that way you can listen to it ahead of time and uh, enjoy the conversation a little bit more with us. So uh, you can also email us at the notes of goes podcast at gmail.com guys. We also love hearing from you. We'd love to communicate and have fun just talking. Also, if you want to, con- to be a guest, we've had a lot of people reach out wanting to be guests. We've got a lot of things coming up. Uh, we look forward to it. Guys, we do plan out what's going on, but if you want to be on, we'll make it, we'll make you fit. We'll make it work. We would much rather have guests on uh, where you guys pick the album 
and then we can have some fun with it. So uh, guys, wherever you're listening, head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Give us a five-star rating. Write us a review. We enjoy that. That kind of boosts our, yeah, energy levels and uh, it boosts us up in the ratings a little bit, guys. We want to, uh, we enjoy what we're doing. Right, Steve? Most of the time. You know, for the most part, with Bruce Willis' the Christmas album, we definitely enjoy what we're doing. We'll figure that out. Maybe he will. Yeah, who knows? Maybe that'll be a 10 out of 10. Who knows? Oh, I'm DMing that guy. I mean, you can DM his people. Whatever. Brandon, you got to tell me how to DM people. I'm old. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I run everything. I run all the socials. <laughs> you just troll. That's what I, I do mean. troll. That's what I do. Yeah, I know it. So... Uh, guys, that is where you can find us. We enjoyed today. Today was fun. Um, that gives you 12 Motown tracks. Uh, if you haven't listened to Motown, check it out. Otherwise, I'm sure you've listened to at least six of these songs, five or six of these songs, even though you may not have known that these are Motown. So, guys, we had a good time. Um, so that is it for us today. As always, guys, I am Brandon. And I'm Steve. And we will see you guys next week. Notes, my goats. Notes, my goats. Notes. <laughs>